Living in this world filled with hatred and greed What if Yoda was six feet tall and he smoked weed? The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branston and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery to benefit the Restaurant Workers Community Foundation. This podcast is entitled Four Out of Five Stars Live. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. What's up? Thanks for inviting me on here, bro. Yo, you are one of the fucking dopest musicians I've ever seen in my life. Like, dog, I literally just met you like 20 minutes ago. I can tell you're like one of the realest fucking people I've ever seen. Like, bro, you have fucking 666 on your shit, and that's like the sign of God. That means you like don't literally fucking uh, extrapolate like what people are fucking saying about you. All right, all right. It seems like Faith Polanski's getting a little bit out of control here. Bro, you you guys... You got I love you young guys and thank you know thanks for letting me hang with you. I know I'm I know I'm uh, 58 but you, you know, know things, I'm things tend to get out of control when we got this many personalities on the show, you know, but we had to do it really big for the live show today. My name's Thomas Kincaid Jr. Um you know, I wanted to start by talking about how advertising and brands have always been a big part of music. You know, The Clash had that song about Coca-Cola, The Rolling Stones had that song about how you should uh, sell brown sugar. And every rapper in the late 2000s had a mixtape called, like, Shrimp and Champagne, the Maybach Chronicles Part 3. You know, artists have been there for the brands, and the brands have been there for the artists. Leo Fender, he had his famous Fender guitar. It inspired Jimi Hendrix to write the national anthem. Even in the olden days, you had guys like Beethoven. They couldn't have written those classic hits without their pianos from Sanford and Son. So today, we've assembled a round table of some of the hottest names in music. I'm talking about artists, influencers, and so much more. My name is Thomas Kincaid Jr., a renowned entrepreneur, authorpreneur, poetpreneur, and critic. I'm the host of Four Out of Five Stars after the old host, Caden Tumilly. Uh, you know, a lot of people might know about this. He's struggling. He's struggling with his uh, battle with Xanax and colloidal silver. He might be looking a little bit blue today. Ain't no fucking struggle, man. It's great. Hey, let's hear it to the boy. Welcome four out of five stars. Caden Two Millie. Just says, who to go do it? We're gonna get a new music video from the Bumper Brothers, and that's gonna play right now. Okay, I don't think that that's a real artist. <laughs> but Caden, uh, uh, how are you feeling? Are you hanging in there? Are you staying healthy? Or is that the song? Or yeah, we're gonna get a new music video from the Bumper Brothers called "Scootin' on My Shit." Scootin' on my ship of the Bumper Brothers are gonna play it up in the thing in the studio. Cause that's where well, we're Okay, Caden's half right. We do have a new music video from Wolf Parade, but we're gonna have to get into that a little bit later. First we gotta hear from everybody in the whole round table. Uh I mean Face Polanski, do you wanna get started here? Yo, so honestly I was like so fucking honored and willing and ready for you to like say my name, dog, because like usually like you don't know what to talk but when people say your name it's like dude it's on fucking on deck on deck all the time and it's like we're always trying to do fucking dope shit face clan you already know what's up like dopest brand in the world we have fucking bro we straight up we have hunter biden coming through he's coming to the house soon we have so many fucking sick ass collabs um and i just want to say like to kick to caden to millie like we've all fought our goblins and devils before and it's like dog you know i when i had my fucking dude when i had my battle with theraflu you were there for me so i'm here with you whatever you're drinking the blue shit is uh i didn't want to get the i didn't want to get the bit by that bat and that soup and fuck all my shit. So I went to the doctor and they got me right. They got me straight. And that's why I'm back here in record time, ready to get this new fucking music video pumping off. 
By, okay, by, I, th I think we've heard enough from Caden, but I want to hear from the rest of the room. Fucking little spaghetti with touch my meatball coming up should be playing right here. That I mean, I fire. see we have a, a classic artist who's been making music since the 80s here, Kirsten Dunst. I see you got a pretty fresh fit and some new tats. I want to hear about that. Hey, what's up, bro? Rock on. I love you, young guys. You know, hanging out with you, young guys. You know, uh, my bro, my name uh, Kirsten Durst. Oh, Kirsten Durst, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kirsten Durst, just, uh, just that woman. I don't know. But yo, yo, it's yo, it, what's up? It's me. It's I'm the famous uh, you know, drummer for the band uh, uh, Leather Steel. You may remember us. We, we kicked some serious ass back in the 1980s. You know what I mean? And, you know, you may have heard some of that some of that shit on the radio or, you know, in a, in a strip club, you know, you guys know what I mean, <laughs> you know? Yo, yeah, bro, that's where they put the pussy. Oh, you bet. Oh, yeah, you know, that's what I'm talking about, man. You know, we live It's good that. to see these kind of cross-generational connections that, you know? here. I know we've got a couple of friends with us from north of the border here. Uh, yeah, we have Danforth yeah. Degrassi and we have Amor de Cosmos. What's going on with you guys? Just, uh, just happy to be invited on the uh, on the American uh, to hang out with you Americans, and you know I'm Danforth Degrassi, uh, VP of Marketing of En Route Records. Uh, excited to see this new video by this American band Wolf Parade. Never heard of them, so looking forward to that. Nice to meet y'all. Yes, thank you for uh, inviting me, gentlemen. Uh, I'm Amora de Cosmos. I am the uh, vice president of Warner Canada Wexit Division. I'm very uh, happy to be here and excited to see uh, what that Bad Wolf Parade has to play. All right. Yeah, and I know Leslie. those guys. Those, those, that's those young guys. You know, they kind of sound like how we sounded when we were starting out. They got that song. That's, woman, you got a woman. You got a real <laughs> woman. You got a woman of love. Yeah, that's a fucking bop. You play that for like any bitch, and she's like taking her shoes off. No cap. <laughs> so we gotta Canadian, hear from. I'm uh, completely unfamiliar with them, so. We gotta hear from my man Morgan Cremister. How's it going? Music critic extraordinaire, like myself. Hey, Thomas. Thanks for having me on again. I'm excited. A lot of, you know, big names in here. Kind of uh, starstruck, to be honest. Uh, to be talking to well i've talked to danforth before amor de cosmos it's great to meet you but kirsten dunce i mean you're you're a huge man a huge influence on me and my taste in music coming up and i i gotta ask you a lot of different questions um like for one were you inspired a lot by elvis costello you guys i feel like i can see a lot of similarities in sound um that you kind of transformed you made it like this shimmering kind of big time stadium deal, and I don't know what you what you have to have to say about that. You know, people back in the day, you know, it was kind of like us. They said we were too sexy, that we were, you know, we were gonna uh, make the girl Satan. We were gonna, uh, you know, we we're gonna make all the. Well, I mean, we did we uh, stuff. We I'm not gonna talk about the stuff we did make young girls do, but uh, I, you know, I. They said that same stuff about Elvis in the 1930s. They, they, they said he's swing, <laughs> swinging his hips around. Elvis Costello. They said he's no good for these kids. So they had to ship him over to Germany to a concentration camp. <laughs> that's what that's what they used to do to musicians, and that was the end of his career. 
Yo, that's fucking, that's big facts, because, like, when it comes to, like, old heads and, like, respect, it's, like, you got two types of people, the people who try to try to genuflect onto, like, the younger generation and try to, like, show an example of what a role model, who they might be, but someone who tries to respect, like, with that situation, where you're going to be to whoever, where you were, that shit's not gonna, it's fake as fuck. Yeah, that's some real wisdom right there. I mean, I, I just wanted to say... Usually I'm listening to new stuff, new music, but um, lately I've been trying to do a little bit more reading. I've been getting into politics lately. Um, right here, this book, I heard that, you know, Voldemort's the president, whatever. So I picked up this book. I'm learning all about politics, and I feel like, you know, we got to stay sharp as, as uh, you know, critics and, and artists if we want to have something substantial to say. And I feel like I know um, Danforth and Amore, you guys at your label up there in Canada, you're uh, kind of trying to do something good for people too, giving these musicians grants to go we join the Azov Battalion. Uh, and uh, We got a lot of grant funding going on up here. We got the uh, Greater Ontario Orangemen's Creative Council, um, which is you can apply. Uh, we've got a diverse group of Protestant Canadians applying for this grant. A fantastic uh, band, a fantastic band called the Teetotalers, that uh, are about to play. Uh, amazing. We we got the uh, new Ukrainian Music Fund too, uh, which provides touring opportunities to Ukraine for uh, young Canadian bands. Uh, we get to go to Kharkiv, Lviv, and uh, Donbass to do a little bit of uh, interfacing with uh, local Ukrainian musicians, and then. Uh, and then you get to two or three different cities playing a little drum. Well, I don't know if you guys knew Kirsten's band. They got thrown out of Odessa for, for life in the early 90s because of that. Was that part of the uh, Shake Your Dumbass tour? Was that, that, the, was that the one with the fireworks? Or the one you, where... killed, you killed a man with fireworks, yes. Oh, yeah. There's the one where... Threw a bowling ball into the audience. <laughs> and I thought someone was going to catch it. <laughs> well, they could catch That's a person, roll, so you'd though. think they'd be able to handle a bowling ball. Yo, it's like easily like half as light as a person. If not what, is, what does a bowling ball possibly weigh? 100 pounds minimum, maximum? Uh, yeah, and that would just, yeah, 100 pounds would just be like a fat ass child, but like mothers pick them up. It's all heavier the time. than They're a dog. A bowling ball is probably heavier than a dog. That's right, Kate, and it is heavier than a dog. Dan Forth, I've, yo, Dan Forth, I have, like, fucking insane respect for what you guys do, like, going all over the world, showing that, like, the universal language, like, throughout all is the entertainment of music. But, like, a lot of people are trying to be on some cloud shit with you guys because, like, you know, one of the acts in, in this, like, fucking program of politics government that you were doing, and they did have that song, uh... The you know the the SS boys called uh, Jew Flatner, but like that wasn't even meant to be like in an anti-Semitic way. Like people didn't understand. Like, it was the like or the it was like no, 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 they don't no, understand it. No, no, that satire. Was a mis misinterpretation of uh, the lyrics of the original. Uh, the, the people that originally wrote that song, the Bandera Gang, uh, Etobicoke natives etobicoke ontario they just uh you know i think i, I think they just uh they love that song and they uh misinterpret the lyrics they put out a cover and you know jew flattener was really supposed to be about togetherness yeah yeah it's like if you were like rolling people under a fucking steamroller or a zamboni as they sometimes use like over there it's like 
yeah, technically, like in the literal sense, yeah, you would kill them. But like in the figurative sense, as like in the music, it's like we're all going to be on the same level, and that's what they meant. We got to keep like, in mind too to that it could have been an acronym. It it could have been an acronym for Jimmy Eat World, and it might have been a diss track. That's true. Just going to keep that in. Yeah, just you know, real quick, shout out to a real ass bitch, Christina Friedland. Fucking straight up, keeping the culture. Yo, Caden, Kirsten, do you know who that is? All right, we're going to throw it to the newest music video we got, the hottest thing. I, I we're, we're going to listen to the Royal Kerminsters and their song, Dump Trucking. All right, I think Caden still thinks he's the host of the show. It looked like he was trying to smoke a marker earlier, too. <laughs> Not really sure what's going on over there. But I guess we will take his cue. Like, you know, we got to make him feel like he's still the host. We got so. a new music video coming up. Everybody get your eyes peeled and peel them. Because we're it's about true. to listen to the Herman Munsters. Suck me once, suck me twice. Let's fucking play it. Okay, well, it's almost half right, but it's not even half right. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of marketing and branding and all the things around the music, you know? So we recently reached out to MTV to buy one of the hottest music shows of all time, TRL. I got on the phone with MTV, and I was like, what do we have to do to make this happen? And they were like, what's TRL? I'll have to ask my dad. And I was like, are you trying to say I'm old and out of touch? And he was like, no, my dad owns the company and gave me this job. Let me see with him. 30 minutes later, paid $150. Here we are. We've got TRL. We own the rights to be that show. We're ready to premiere a couple of exclusive new music videos. But we could only afford two videos, so we're kind of just working with what we got to work with. Um, I think th the first thing we want to do is check in with Wolf Parade. I know... Uh, you guys up there up north said you never heard of this band. Some kind of, I think they're on Sub Pop, so they must be out of Seattle, I guess, you know? Uh, they have to be American. I mean, they haven't played uh, at the Elmo Combo. Uh, they haven't played at uh, Molson Fest. Molson Fest. Um, you know, they haven't played at the Tim Hortons Donut Jamboree. They're like a stomp, uh, they're like a stomp clap collective. I'm excited to see what, uh, what uh, they sound like. You know, as a music critic, I feel like, you know, my pretty objective, correct opinion is that Wolf Parade puts out exactly a 7.0 each album. And then when I see the next album and I review that one, I give it another 7. And I say that the last one was underrated, even though I'm the one who underrated that last one. So I'm getting ready to give this video a 7 out of 10. But maybe if I see something crazy like some fresh outfits, a cool car, some smoke show video baddies... Maybe we can... Oh, that's what I'm talking about, up. man. That's what I'm talking about. That's fucking what's that, that's, up. You're speaking my language. Rock Sorry, on, brother. You know I can do better than that. Flex this. We love oh, the music. Yeah, bro. Where's our video guy, Tom? Can you get that queued up? I got it. I got it. We're cutting to the... Outside on the outside, yeah. 
fucking sick. Dude, that was so dope. I, like, Yo. you know, seriously, you guys rock. Like, there's some real rocking shit, but I got one question for you. Where are all the chicks? Man, I want to see some chicks in these <laughs> videos, man. Yeah, yeah, that was not what I was... I was looking for outfits, cars, girls. I remember uh, Mr. Durst, when you guys used to make videos, that's what it was all about. I don't know what's going on these days with these young yeah, kids. Fast living, fast cars, fast girls, you know, fast music. That's, you know... That's all your. That's that's you know you what. Yo, what's up, everybody? That music video is crazy. That was Golden Goblin with Love Monkey. We just heard it for first time here live on the troubles on the sounds of. So this is an American group. I I think that like they're, they're kind of like a kind of like the combination of the cars, and the doors more on the door side and. I'm getting vibes from the video of uh, kind of like like David Lynch meets uh, the Pink Floyd's The Wall. Um, like what? Like I don't know what they're make what they're on when they're making this, but I, I'm it's I, I, it's crazy. Yo, I got I got a question. Um, like as far as like the video and like a lot of shit going on today, like you see social media, like with the um, I'm Two movement. Um, was it difficult? Like with the i meet people like because you took like uh the band like all due respect to them they like killed the guy for the video like you can't get a guy to look like that unless you kill him <laughs> did they have to worry about like whether he was gonna write an on me letter about them and maybe like get them kicked off youtube potentially or was that more like they were friends all i know is it's illegal to kill somebody uh for a video in canada uh, I'm not sure what it's like in America, but uh, here we can't do that. Yo, that guy got gets no pussy from what he looks like. That's all no. I got. No, well, no, it's okay no. to kill someone for a video in a couple, you know, a couple situations. One is if it's a car accident, but it's not on the road; it's on a soundstage. That's not illegal. Two, they call it's a helicopter. That's not illegal. Three, if it's fireworks. But it's important that it's, it's if it's an act. All right, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like the vibes of that that last video were a little bit too fucked. Too dark. I need something to some fucked ass vibes, and like I saw a lot of like, bro, like <laughs> literally, you go to any party in LA, it's literally exactly like that video. <laughs> <laughs> like respect to them, but it's also like, bro, I see enough of that in my day to day life, and it's like. You see people all the time, like fucking LA. They get here, and it's like they came here with a head full of dreams and a heart of ho like who they are. And they're like, "I'm gonna get a million subscribers," and before you know it, they're a fucking skeleton. It's like you never know with people, but like, no respect to them, respect to respect to the respect to Wolf Panic and all that shit. But like, we just gotta keep the vibes up because in serious times with uh with uh uh you know the the comedy the the core. The quality. So, like, let's keep it. Let's keep it fucking. Got to keep it positive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with my initial reaction before I ever saw the video and give it exactly a seven. This next one, I'm gonna pre-give it an eight point five. This one is the Wolf Parade Under Glass remix. It's a little bit more upbeat. It's a little bit more fun. Let's have the Tom, the uh, sound guy Tom, get that going. <laughs>
It's been, it's been a while. Yo, that look. Oh man, that was yo. I mean, yo, yo that, that was, was that like was the new. That was like modern. That was heavy. That was wicked good. But yo, you just back. added more dudes. It's it's you had more more dudes to the video. Yo, There's welcome no back to remix. four out of five stars. This is Caden Two Millie. We just watched the music video for Stinky Sunday on my boo boo shit. And that was fucking sick. I love this fucking sound. I kind of liked it a little bit more. It's a little bit more modern. It's like reminding me a little bit. I want to say a little bit like Death Grip. So I mean, you know, like the drums are hammering, the guitars are kind of shimmering and flickering. They kind of like dip in your hand into an ashtray in a cigarette tray that's been just snuffed out and eating it, and maybe kind of grinning it around in your teeth, and you can feel it dancing around. And, and it's kind of sparkling, like sparks, like really sparkling, but fizzling out like you just put it out in water. Oh, I man. Loved, I love it. I love the positivity. I could feel uh, I could see these guys headlining the Swiss Chalet main stage in Peterborough, you know, we should really get Maybe these guys on the road on the road to Western Canada, you know, yeah, to a greater Fort Mac. Oh, it would be, yo, yo, Alberta, Alberta they would just uh, you know, Yo, that attitude, that's like straight up the Alberta attitude where they're like not on some cloud shit. They're just on some like we just want to sell our oil shit and like get rid of the dictator Trudeau. It's a lot of Wexit potential, you know. It's it's beautiful. Real shit. That's right. It's all about those derelict wells, you know. They got that derelict well energy. Yeah. My thing about that remix is that it played up the lyricism a little bit more. Like it kind of honed in on some of those lyrics and really dug into the story behind it, you know. Well, you know, I thought that was kind of like some, like, you know, hardcore Led Zeppelin shit, you know, just rock and roll at its core. And you said it sounded a little bit like Death Clock. And I don't know if it really does, but I met those guys, actually. I, I hung out with those guys. Those were real, real sick dudes, real rock and rollers. You can barely. Right. Tell I mean, I, I could see that, that, that last version being more closer to akin to Tool. Whereas the first version was more like the Gin Blossoms, which are both, you know, some of my top five bands. It's a good drink. Yeah, it's about, the first one was more like Gundarvas, and this was more like I Mother Earth. I can I see that. Yeah, I've never heard those, though. In my personal opinion, it was sort of like, you know, R.I.P. Juice. Like, it was sort of like a white type of Juice World. For sure. <laughs> All right, we right. just... We just well, listened to I know a new music video for Country Cousins called Double Fucking. And that shit was so dope. <laughs> oh, that's what right, I'm that's talking about. That, that's another one that... Rock on, dude. Okay, that's getting a good reaction from some of the people here. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, we can all imagine what that song would sound like, but I don't think it's real. However, we've got a number of real songs we can talk about. I've got a couple quick track reviews. We're going to talk about some of the hottest songs in music today and get a few opinions from our panel. That's what I'm here for. So first off, we want to talk about this new rap that's like, you know, it's it's on the radio 24-7. This is by Da Infant God, and the song is called PP on My Stacks. 
Um, I describe this as a tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek club-ready send-up of materialism. Uh, it sees the infant god bragging about his stacks the way that only he knows how, by going pee-pee on them. It's at once an indictment of the pursuit of wealth because he is willing to pee-pee on money, while at the same time an embrace of wealth, as the reason he is pee-peeing on his stacks is that he has so much money, it doesn't matter how much gets peed on. At the end of the day, though, I think this is just a fun track. I don't know if you guys have heard it, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, it's a pee-pee on stacks. is a fucking gray song, bro. It's a, uh, called me while I was in the hospital, and it's doing all, cause all the silver I ate, like a, a dragon that can have a hoard of treasure and whatever. And they told me to do it. And they said it was good for you because it's blue. And then and he said to me, he said, you got to take the grip and you got to get out of there. Are you off that stuff yet, man? Or it seems like you might still be I am struggling. out of the hospital. I'm not in there. Okay. I got to say, I think that this track, two things came to mind. Is when I heard this track, um, you know, he does a lot with it that I like. It's a fun song. It's a party song, I would say, even. And I'd go as far to say as it's the party song of the year. But that's just me. But, you know, he uses that sample from Mazzy Star. He also references the movie Balto three times. In the song. Oh, oh, bro, you Balto. know I'm down with Balto. And I was like, you know, I'm bro, in my Balto. Balto. I'm you seen Balto's girlfriend? That oh, talk about a chick, man. That's a real <laughs> chick. You know she can. Oh man, that's you know when you say you, doggy style. You... Bro, Balto is. Did like, he turn like, off? Did Kirsten? Did he? Is this fr- frame frozen? The CEO. I think he just does that. You know. What's well, so, yeah, up? Hard vibing. living. Yo, bro, let him vibe. He's fine. He's fine. Does all. My last thought on PP on my stacks is that, like, even though a lot of us haven't done that, like, we haven't literally done it, it feels like you have once you've listened to the song. You know, like, we can relate to that lifestyle kind of. Yeah, that's like all the best songs are like that. Like, fucking Old McDonald. Like, I've never fucking worked on a farm, but it's like, I can tell what it's about after that. That's why it's a fucking bop. It's like, you, a lot of music comes out where it's like, not everyone has lived that life because it's like, you only have so many things you can do every hour every day. But, right. Like, and it's like, it's almost. Yeah genetically written us predisposed like you that song is ancient but you see something you don't like and you instinctively think e-i-e-i-o just yeah, as a reaction yeah, it's just bro, built in. that's yeah, what pop is that's what music is yeah i don't have time to go ring around the rosy but like when i hear that song it's like i'm on the fucking maypole like i wish i could i fucking wish i could more than anything i would give up the cars the mansions out. i would give it up to do like maypole shit but i can't but i can fucking vibe with that song dude i'm not gonna like so sick I don't want to encourage any kind of like substance use or whatever on this program, but you know, sometimes when I'm kicking back with something, you know, might be a little bit high out of my mind or something. I want to fucking throw on Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I want to fucking yes, feel like I'm in the stars in the clouds, you know? Yes, sir. This yes, is trippy as fuck. All right, we're gonna throw it's a new album coming out right now. We're gonna play it right here. We got all fucking set ready to go. This is a big one. We got Little Sick Orphan with Bubble Butts. Okay, well, that's another one that we don't got right we're now. We're going to play that right have now. That song. You see that right there. Okay, the next actual song we have is Shy Housewife. Uh, this is her song, Shall I Sweep the Floor Part 2. 
Um, this Swedish teen took the world by storm with her melodic and introspective brand of soft indie rock. And Shall I Sweep the Floor Part 2 picks up where her debut left off, plaintively wondering whether it's worth exerting her limited energy to sweep the floor of her modest Stockholm apartment, which is littered not only with dust, but with the dust and debris of failed relationships and dashed dreams. I love this. Nice. Uh, I, I could feel this being uh, in rotation on CBC every day. The Swedes have some kinship with uh, Canadians there, as they. Uh, yeah, we both uh, provide. It... We both provide uh, weapons to the Saudis. Yeah. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Saudis, bro. There's some of the realest fucking people in the world. That we I will know. never forget you for what you did for us in the. Name a war. I don't. Yo, I did a tour. Yo, we'll never forget there. what they did for us in 9 11. For, for sure. For those desert guys. And you know, no one is more down with being reckless with fireworks than those guys. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> I, saw, I saw one go up a guy's nostril, come out the other side of his head, and then I caught it in the air. And then I threw it on the ground and stomped it out like a cigarette. But the guy died still. That's real. That's just, like, fucking real. And, like, the reason, like, people talk a lot of shit about the Saudis because it's like, oh, like, they didn't let their girlfriend drive for, like, a long time. But that's, like, you don't even know the entire situation. Because it's like she could have, like, had, like, needed to, like, necessarily get her permit. And, you know, facts are facts. Saudis were like the first ones in the towers, into the towers in 9-11, in this respect. So we're going to bring it a little closer to home with this next song, directly on this show. Kirsten Durst, this is a new one from you. Your band Leather Steel, Sunset Strippers on the Sunset Strip. Do you want to give no, us a few words a classic, about this? Man. This is our biggest hit. 1985, this video came out. They put it on Ricky Rocket. I shook hands with him. I... I threw up on the, on the show. I was on Headbangers Ball. They premiered this video, and you would not believe how many chicks were in this video. Most of it was just stock footage in New York City, but the amount of ch in that video, we got in the Guinness Book of of World, uh, the the Guinness uh, World Fact of the most chicks in a video. How many chicks was that? If you can, if you can share, it was at least fourteen or sixteen. And the song's only about two minutes, so that's a lot per minute. Oh, wait, are you talking about? The, did you say their age or how, how many of them? Oh, I wasn't even gonna ask no, about was, that or bring that up. I mean, no, there's a couple hundred. They get, or they get, <laughs> you get, you get those chicks and you put them in the jean shorts, right? For the and then they ride, they drive the car at any speed, except in Saudi. Kuwait. Well, There's Leather that... Steel got into the studio and, and re-recorded this track in a new a new take, so I wrote a quick review of it. Um, you know, this band is part of the Cock Rock revival currently taking North America by storm. It finds a new champion in one of its oldest adherents, Kirsten Durst, now better known for his 2000s reality shows than his 1980s musical output. He's back in the saddle, regaling the listener with seedy sunset strip stories of fast women and faster guitar licks. Unfortunately, the shtick has worn thin for Kirsten Durst. 
His signature braggadocio, once so beguiling when he was a young man, now feels puerile and retrograde. Is that good? I think he's trying to say what? Like, what? He's, he's real, but like he could be realer, which I actually disagree with. Because this is this like my microphone? Real as fucking guys I ever see in my life. What? What? No disrespect. I mean, I'm just did a critic. Did he say it's, did he say it's good? Oh, a white denim. Uh, the white denim jean shorts. That's the one they wore. I was trying to think of that earlier. Yo, Thank it's crazy you, how sometimes, sometimes you can like not know the word, but it's like you like look everywhere. It's like when you lose your keys, dog, and it's like that word's never gonna be in your hand because it's not something physical you can hold. But then sometimes it's like there, and it's like who put it there? All right, we're gonna hear the world premiere of Peter Pimples with the Peter Pimple Rap. You didn't let me play the song. Oh, are we gonna hear a taste of uh, leather steel here? Yeah, let me give you a little taste. Sunset strippers on the sunset strip. They got those long, long legs and those long, long thighs and even longer hips. Wow. Okay, see, that was great. That I was mean, I think you guys fire. should have just released an acoustic version. That was Yo, that was so shit, fresh. Man. Yo, great shit, man. That was dope. It's also, I got vibes of some of that, of like, you know, the cars of the doors from that as well. Real shit. I don't know what it is about tonight, but... Real tea party vibe. What did you say, Dadforth? Yeah, early Sloan, yeah. Tea party, early Sloan. Eric's trip, maybe. That kind of lo-fi vibe. It's great. Do you guys uh, ever listen to American music at all up there in Canada? Or no, is it just no, the local? No. no, because in Canada, the way it is, is if someone makes a band, the government has to pay them. So that's how you have all that great music, is that all the best bands get probably you know upwards of you know 150 million a year um on top of you know record sales and tour and merch so everyone in canada who works in the music industry or as an artist is you know well off yeah i hear these canadian artists especially i mean this is going on in the u.s too but artists are coming up with all these clever new ways to make some money um you know these days you can get on the billboard charts with downloads and digital sales are counting toward you know the charts so I'm seeing artists who they're putting out a 12-pack of an energy drink where each of those energy drinks counts as one album sale. I'm seeing artists putting out toilet paper where each sheet of toilet paper counts as an album sale. So you get that one roll. That's about 200-plus albums you've just bought. Like, Are you guys artists up there in Canada on your label? Are you using these strategies to make sure you're still selling? Well, I know as part of our Wexit strategy, we've been tying album sales to barrel of oil. So with every uh, 15 streams on Spotify, uh, you get about 15 barrels of oil. Uh, it's really a, a strategy to try to uh, reinvigorate the uh, economy of Western Canada. So these fans, uh, I think you can guys, get on the website, guys, yeah, get the oil shipped directly to them with the albums. Well, basically... Vital is made from oil, so it's it's really a DIY effort where you could press your own records out of the barrels of oil. So what if you yeah. guys had like kind of like a festival, like maybe Alberta, where you guys can have someone like you could get Steel Leather to reunite, maybe get some of your Canadian hair bands to reunite. 
Leather steel. Leather, leather steel. Pardon uh, me. Steel. You can rock call on, it like baby. to support you know, the oil industry. We love the money to go to the oil industry. And you can call it slick licks. We love being on tour. We go a week week long. Deal man. We love you know that loud guitar. Loud amps. Loud drums. Def Leppard, Striper, Rat. All those bands. Bring them together. Great white. Man, rock and roll. You know I can get down with rock and roll, man. <laughs> you know rock and roll. Some, are you looking like? Are you looking for a record deal? The energy in that does, music. What does Leather Steel need a new record deal? I mean, these guys could maybe hook you up with a Canadian record label for your stuff. Yeah, you want a you want a Canadian record deal? No, we're on Sub Pop. <laughs> <laughs> They said they felt bad because, like, back in the day, those shitty whiny bands came out and they signed all those bands, and no one wanted to hear party bands. No one wanted to hear uh, bands from L.A. about a good time. They wanted to hear some guy in Seattle talk about uh, pills or the rooster or whatever. And, you know, we got shafted, but then they felt bad and they said, you know, bro, we're, we're going to have you guys come back and we're going to have you guys re-record your old stuff. We're going to promote you guys. We're going to get rid of all the other bands on the label and we're going to bring you guys back to the forefront of society. <laughs> yo, that's so fucking real. It shows that, like, yo, the time that you put into something... If you like a lot of people, they're like down on their luck and talking about how like, oh, like life's got it up for me and I'm in the cross. But like if you just like stay down, like keep your nose on the ground, you will be on that billboard that you see every day. And that's what I tell everyone. You know, I think we only got a couple. We've only got a couple more minutes here. So I want to while we're on the subject of Canadian music, I wanted to see if we can get you guys opinion on this new track from Mr. Nanaimo. It's called Party at Swiss Chalet. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in this one. A lot of references that, frankly, I don't get. So I was hoping you could explain it to me. I mean, they're talking about Pizza Pizza. You know, they're talking about uh, Tim Hortons. There's kind of a lot of obscure things. Is there that... any Freshie in there? Anything about Freshie? Yeah, there's a there's a whole verse about Freshie. So I'm not even sure yeah. what any of that is. And I was just hoping you could bring up a little, uh, little inspiration here and let us know what it's about. Oh. Mr. Uh, DeCosmos here is our West Coast uh, exec, so uh, he probably shed some light on the on the uh, regional references to Nanaimo and uh, Mr. Nanaimo. Well, Mr. Nanaimo is absolutely one of the freshest, newest artists uh, in Western Canada, although he has been beefing with uh, his southern Vancouver Island counterpart, uh, Mr. Uh, Squamalt. Uh, so it's, it's really a, he's a fantastic artist. Uh, uh, we really believe strongly with him that he'll bring up the uh, Vancouver Island rap game uh, to the heights it needs to be. We need to get back to the Canada that was putting out uh, my definition of a boombastic jazz style by Dream Warriors. We need to get back to the Canada that was putting out Check the OR by Tom Green's band, Organized Rhyme, you know? <laughs> uh, and I think Mr. Nanaimo is, uh, is the guy to get us there. Yeah, I was going to say Canada's known for its rap because you got Drake all the way to the Sixth God. So, you know, there's such a rich history of Canadian rap that Mr. Nanaimo, I'm expecting to see him go places. He's, uh, he's going to be the next Snow, I believe. Definitely. Yo, me and Drake and all the boys in Like he's going to be everywhere in Canada? We ran like a train. Snow, or... We ran a train. 
on all these girls. And oh no, they told me no, they told me not to talk about that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yo, what's up? It's Kane Two Millie. We're just getting started here on four out of five stars. <laughs> so let's throw it to the music video for Unholy Brother, his song Debate Me. It's coming out now. <laughs> Yo, there's just Aiden, so much... I, th- I think Yo, go, go on. Oh, I was just saying, like, there's so much fucking fire rap from Canada. Like, have you are you guys on like dude, there's some fucking insane, like street ass, like almost like Chief Keith type shit from Cole Harbor. Like <laughs> Cole Harbor is blowing up and it's on this fucking spot. And like people are saying it's the new Chirac. They're saying it's the new Esquimalt. Yeah, no, for real. It's all about the uh, the moose jaw DIY scene right now. Uh, it's really about rapping about wheat. It's rapping about you know uh, streets not being paved. It's about uh, you know the realness of uh, you know. It's cold up there, so your teeth are always chattering, and you learn to rap really fast when your teeth are always like. <laughs> so it's kind of natural, you know. You know, well, rap- you got you got rappers like Bimbo Subaru from up in Thunder Bay. All the shit he's come out with this year. He's released 18 albums, and it's been, you know, wild. I haven't heard anything like it. All right, well, I'd love to talk about underground Canadian rap all day, but we got to get out of here. I know uh, Kirsten Durst got some girls in the back. We're going to go see what's happening over there. Caden, do you want to take us out? All right, we're welcome to 4 out of 5 stars. I'm Caden 2 Millie. I don't have any colloidal silver in my blood. All red now. And we're going to throw it to the new music video for Sister Suntan, Fresh Linens and Flowers. All right, we'll be seeing you. Midnight time is the witching hour. I'm like a VCR and you just lost power. And a tab about to pop its lid Oh yeah But I can't get rowdy till the night gets late I think about it and I just can't wait for the sunset strippers On the sunset strip They got those long, long legs and those long, long thighs And even longer hips Cause I got a disease I've got a bad addiction to the birds and bees So pardon my sickness if I do seem ill I have a constant urge for that nighttime thrill I can't get rowdy till the night gets late I think about it and I just can't wait For the sunset strippers On the sunset strip They got those long, long legs And those long, long thighs And even longer hips
Sunset Strippers On the Sunset Strip They got those long, long legs And those long, long thighs And even longer hips